The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is a prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Thank you for all that you are doing and all that you are set to do. Thank you for that which eyes have not seen. Thank you for that which ears have not heard. Thank you for that which has not even begun to enter into the hearts of men. We give you all the praise and glory in advance, Father. Honor and glory we give unto you, Father. Honor and glory we give unto you. Honor and glory we give unto you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Good morning and welcome to shine. <laughs> Praise the Lord. For those attending the God Against Service for the first time, welcome you. Um, we'll encourage you to keep your focus on Jesus and, um, and, and he alone will meet your needs. Praise the name of the Lord. Don't wait for any particular time. Just dive into it. The river is flowing and with us, it's not the first to get in. It's whosoever gets in. Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. God works in us instantly. He works with us silently. And he works with us how? Completely. Completely. So focus on God and God alone. Just ignore the small boy before you and focus on who? On God and God alone. So we welcome um, everybody. We welcome the Internet Church. You're welcome. Praise the name of the Lord. With us here, um, we have Gospel Rebbe House, Ibejuleki, and Ikeja also. You're welcome somewhere around. Um, now, um, joining us live now, I think, yeah. No, I think, yes, live now. Is GFH Calabar. You're welcome. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, welcome Gospel Rebbe House in Cape Town, in South Africa. And Gospel Rebbe House in Canada. Now... There's a new group that are joining us for the first time today, and that is God's Favorite House in Costa Rica. Praise the name of the Lord. And they are kicking off fully on the 9th of February. That's next week Sunday. You know, praise God. Aren't you excited? So today, um, we are in part five of light. And the title of today, as you know, is shine. It's shine. It's shine. And our text, if you've been coming for the videos, um, is Matthew chapter 2, verse 2. Matthew chapter 2, verse 2. It says, you know, preceding that there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. And in verse 2, these wise men, they were saying, where is he that is born king? Everybody say born king. king. Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and we are come to worship him. Where is he that is born, they were not guessing. They were not asking. 
has there been any born king? They, they came, it was a two-year journey, and they came to ask, where is he that is born king? For we saw a star from the east, and we have come to worship him. These people, you could say, they were not Christians. You could say that they were cultic people. Praise the Lord. While the church people, the religious people, were busy criticizing the woman that is not wearing scarf, the one that is not wearing booboo, the man that is wearing skirt, the busy. It's possible that God will many times speak through a donkey when the prophet, then the prophet is blind with greed. It's possible. It's possible. So, so they saw the star and it was, it was clear to them. I pray today that when God wants to speak with you, if he finds you available, yeah. in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So why is it that sometimes religious people miss God? Why? Because they have their own agendas. They have their own agendas. Every time you shred your agenda, and all you want is, where is he that is born king? We have come to worship him. You will find God. Every time you let your own plans go and, and all you want is Jesus and his will, you will find God. You will find God. And light cannot be ignored. Light cannot be ignored. I mean, if you, if you decide to ignore the sun this morning, I'm, I'm going to ignore the sun. I, I don't want anything to do with the sun. But I want to come to church. Well, all the best. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Light cannot be ignored. You don't need to like it. You, you may have beef with the sun, but it will still shine in your face. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> so the people that were close, the Pharisees, they had beef with Jesus because he wasn't part of their, their clique, their clan. He wasn't we, 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 were the, we are the ones that decide who speaks for God. You know? So it came out of the, a different line. So, the, so, so the, they were not going to look his way. When Herod asked, come, you guys are the scholars. Where is he going to be born? They told Herod in Bethlehem of Judea. They knew. But when he came, they didn't want to worship him. They closed their eyes. Imagine closing your eyes and say, I don't like the sun, but I want to come to church. And you close your eyes. I'm not going to use the sun today. What's going to happen? And that's what happened to them. Everyone that has beef with your shine, let them close their eyes. Praise the name of the Lord. Because really, you are going to shine regardless. Another response 
as we saw at Christmas, is to try and attack the star. It was what Herod did. Try to attack. But he failed. Everyone that tries to attack you will fail. Amen. The third response is to benefit and enjoy the star, which is what the wise men did. They came and they bowed to Jesus. I pray today that you will enjoy the star of God Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. You, you will not kick against, you see, some people, unfortunately, I, 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 sometimes it just amazes me. They, they turn themselves to the, the enemy of the church. You criticize the church, you criticize everything. Listen, listen. Get yourself out of that group. Because you cannot criticize the one that you want, to bless, that you want him to bless you. That was the problem with Paul, with Saul of Tarsus. He was, he was antagonizing the church. And Jesus says, you are kicking against me. And Paul says, how am I kicking against you? I'm kicking against these riffraffs. Now, listen. In the church in Jerusalem, there was still discrimination. In the church in Jerusalem, there was still tribalism. In the church in Jerusalem, check, it was not a perfect church. But Jesus says, if you come against them, you come against me. One of the things that destroys people's stars is when you come against the creator of the heavens and the earth. It's a futile battle. You can't win it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so there are a couple of things. Today, I'm praying in the name of Jesus. I've been praying, and I'm praying for you now, that God will open your eyes. Amen. I've been praying for you, and God, we, God has answered me, and he will answer me still. Amen. That he will give you understanding. Amen. Some of the things you are going to hear today, for some of us, we kind of understand it, but for some of us, it will shock you. For some of you, it's like, what's this? This is too hard. But these are the mysteries by which the universe is governed. This is how the universe works. This is how the world works. Praise the name of the Lord. So God, in introducing Jesus to the scene, showed us a concept, which is the concept of the star. They saw his star. And after a while, they couldn't see it again. There was confusion. They were looking for it. Then they saw it again. So everyone seated here has a star or used to have a star. But everybody should have a star. Everybody. And there are mysterious things that has happened to people's stars <laughs> that... Today, God will expose every evil in your life yeah. and God will give you victory in the name of Jesus. Yeah. That God wants to overturn. There are things that have been done to your star and your glory that God wants to reprogram 
and overturn in your favor. Because if this star can be tampered with, the destiny can be derailed. If the star can be tampered with, the destiny can be derailed. The first thing that we see that the enemy does to stars is that it puts them off. A star can be quenched. The light of the star can be put out. Your own star will not be quenched. And I think try to say amen very well. Let me explain to you. It's not just because anybody wants to feel good. It's because that's how the spiritual works. You, your voice activates things. The earth was without voice and form and void. Until God spoke, nothing happened. Until you speak, nothing will happen. Praise the name of the Lord. So the enemy will not put out your light. Two categories of such, you know, how he does it. Some people, they are what you call the living dead. They are alive, but they have no light. They are alive, but the glory is gone. The glory is taken, but they are still living. In fact, that is where the enemy doesn't mind people being there. You're just, you're just, you're just existing. You're just existing. There's no purpose to your life. There's no shine to your life. There's no glory in your life. There's no, there's no life. But if you're in that category today, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, your glory will be restored. Yeah. How you will know is all of a sudden, people will begin to take note of you. They'll be like, you know this girl. Oh, oh, wow, wow, wow. That man. Why? Because your glory is restored. Amen. That's what's going to happen. Amen. So that, that, that's the first thing. The, the second one is when it fails, you see, when it fails to snuff out the, the glory and still keeping people alive. If, in fact, you know, the, the enemy comes not but to, to kill and to steal. But Jesus has come that we may have what? And have it more abundantly. More abundantly. So, if the enemy cannot switch off your glory, it will come after your life. But in the name of Jesus, it will fail. Yeah. If the enemy can't touch your star, it goes for the life. Classic error. Classic error. It goes for it. It goes for it. It goes for it. So when it the star is hidden. He knows that if I can kill the life, that's it. So, people are under a lot of pressure. There's been a lot of attack from the enemy, but the enemy will consistently fail over us yeah. in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. And it does this by two kinds of spirits. There's what they call, which is obvious in this story, the spirits, plural, of Herod. The spirits of Herod. Matthew chapter 2, verse 16. Matthew 2, 16. He said, Herod was furious. Remember we said spirits. Was furious when he realized that the wise men 
had outwitted him. He couldn't tamper with the star. He couldn't. So he sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, based on the wise men's report of the star's false appearance. Imagine that brutality. Imagine. Because of one person's star, the enemy does not mind wasting a whole village because of one person's star. Not only will God protect your star, God will protect your life. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. And the second is, is the spirit of Pharaoh, of Pharaoh, if you will. Exodus 1, 15. And, you know, dead Pharaoh... And in tackling these things in, in, um, in spiritual warfare, you, you need to realize that they are tackled in different ways. When Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, gave this order to Hebrew midwives, Sifra and Puah, when you help the Hebrew women as they give birth, watch as they deliver. <laughs> if the baby... Is the boy killing? Because the corporate star of the nation of Israel was getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And Egypt was like, if we leave these guys, they will take over us. There are people that are your friend today, but they are content at being your friend as long as you remain small. They are very content at being, as long as you remain small and weak, and needy. They're content. But as you begin to grow big, and shine brighter, and shine brighter, they will get uncomfortable. It triggers the spirit of Pharaoh. They get uncomfortable. Why? Because they, they need to keep you down, but they will fail. In the name of Jesus. Every hand that tries to keep you down will wither. Totally and absolutely. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And God deals with these two star quenching spirits differently. He deals with, with them differently. He deals, he deals with um, the spirit of Pharaoh differently from he deals with the spirit of Herod. This, the spirits of Herod. The spirit of Pharaoh, for instance, what God does is that when he says that God will smile, God will say, the star you want to kill, you will sponsor. That is how he deals with the spirit of Pharaoh. So it's, it's like, oh, this star you want to kill. Moses, in fact, if we grow up in your house, if we eat your food, free food, free water, free education, if we be tutored in military and warfare, Free of charge by you. Everyone and every spirit of Pharaoh and everyone operating under such spirits that wants to extinguish your star and your light, God will use their resources to bless you. In the name of Jesus. So, Moses grew up in front of Pharaoh and Pharaoh could not do anything about it. 
You can't, God can't set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. There is nothing they can do. They will just be looking. Are you saying test now? <laughs> Praise God, because you are nice. Aren't you nice? That's how God deals with the spirit of Pharaoh. The spirit of Herod, on the other hand, he deals with in a different way. In Matthew 2, from verse 19, that we read, it says, but when Herod was dead, Herod, plural, was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, arise and take the young child and his mother and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead. Which sought the young child's life. I mean, I mean, there's no confusion in the Bible. I check all the translations. I check the original. It was plural, so singular, plural, singular, plural, singular, plural. I, I first thought, okay, maybe we was talking about the Pharisees. Maybe they, they, there was no more danger. But it did say all the Pharisees didn't die. There was only one person recorded that died. Herod. But God said. They that sought the life of the child are dead. So what's happening there? What's happening is this. God struck Herod. It's, it's documented historically because he was a military general and everything is documented. It's in the public domain. God struck him with, like, it's not, it's not Herod Agrippa. It's Herod the Great. Not the one that warms it up. But this one, God struck him with like heat. Like light. Like fire. That his whole body was on fire. And his body now began to stink. It's a terrible thing to come against God. Terrible thing. His whole body began to stink. So he died a slow, painful death. But while he was dying, while he was dying, his son, because one of the titles of Herod, interestingly, one of the titles after Julius Caesar died and, and Herod came and, 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 and conquered the, the territory and annexed Jerusalem, one of the titles that was given to Herod was the king of the Jews. That was the title historically given to Herod. So when Jesus came and the wise men said, where is he that is born the king of the Jews? Herod said, ah. So Herod had a son. And his son was exactly like him. Brutal, ambitious. So while the son saw that his father was dying. The, the boy felt, ah, ah, this man is taking too long to die. You know? <laughs> He's taking too long to die. There's action. I need to get into this rig and begin to do stuff. So he began to plan how to just be his own king, you know, and just wait, but exercise authority while he waits for his father to die. You know what Herod did? Herod killed his son. Say they should kill him and chop him up. Five days later, Herod died. 
God said to Joseph, they that are after the boy's life are dead. Why? Because if you have the father as an enemy and the father dies and the son gets there, the son is still the, an enemy. That is why in, in, in coups and counter-coups and military warfare and territories taking over, when they kill the general, they kill all his sons. Do you know that? They, kill, they wipe out all his lineage so that nobody comes for revenge. That's why even in Nigeria, when there's a coup, they retire all the children of those that were, they retire them from the, from the military. For the same reason, it's, 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 it's a system of heaven. So God took Herod out and took out his lineage so that Jesus can shine. Yeah. Praise the name of the Lord. So what, how God deals with the spirits of Herod is he does a detailed clinical job. He eliminates every threat. So every spirit of error that has come against your star and destiny, God will eliminate them clinically yeah. in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Not a single one of them will survive. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. Not one. Because your star will not be quenched. Yeah. Because your light will not be put out. Because the pharaohs and the Herods will be dealt with by Jehovah. Amen. So we see that the first thing the enemy tries to do is to quench the star, put out the light. The second thing he tries to do is to exchange the glory or transfer it. So stars can be exchanged and transferred. I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That your star, your glory, will not be given to another. Amen. Your glory will not be transferred to another. Amen. Your glory will not be changed to another. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. A classic example, a classic example, is not being present at milestones of celebrations in your life. That's, that's a classic example of not being present at milestones of celebrations in your life. You're a parent. You've raised your children. You've, I mean, parents go through a lot. When you become a parent, you begin to appreciate your parents. They go through a lot. A whole lot. A whole lot. A whole lot. <laughs> a whole lot. Then that child is graduating. Then you are missing. That will not happen to you. In the name of Jesus. Or oh, the child is graduating. You paid your butter to pay the school fees. Then they say they won't give you a visa. Ah, it's not going to happen. The gates will be lifted up. Those are signs of transferred glories. Oh, but you have, a, you have an uncle in the country. Let the uncle represent you. No. 
no, 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 There's a prayer my grandmother used to pray. She used to say, and then you need to share, share. You know what? They, nobody else will, will do your something, whatever it is, <laughs> whatever it is, whatever it is. Do your do whatever it is, you know. Over your children, it's just a, I mean, an example, just vivid, particularly in that culture. You know, it's time for them to get married, and the mother of the bride is not there, or the mother of the father is not there, or the father is not there. They say, Oh, we have a representative. Ah, no, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you will not be represented in your glory. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, when it's time for your harvest, you will be present. In the mighty name of Jesus. And, you know, obvious classic way is, is when people die before their time. When people die, because when God has, God's purposes are eternal. So when people die before their time, the glory is transferred to another. Because God's purposes must come to pass. So when an assignment is not done, you know, David was praying one very brutal prayer in Psalm 109. Psalm 109. When, I was, when I first gave my life to Jesus, I used to struggle with Psalm 109. You know, he says, ah, ah, this is too bad. You know, he says, he said, if you read from verse 1, if you have some, some liver, go and read it. You know, I'm reading it for your enemies, not for yourself. It says, let his years be few and let someone else take his portion. Transfer glory will not be your portion. Let his, if you read the preceding verses, it says, let his light be put out. Your light will not be put out. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, dying before your time will not happen to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because as long as you are not tired of saying amen, God will not be tired of answering our prayer. And, you know, the, the other one we looked at, the first um, type of how enemy strikes um, stars is the living dead. They are alive, but the glory has been transferred. It's a terrible place to be. Terrible place to be. Terrible place. You struggle with your husband. You, you sweated everything. But you use one small mess to spoil the seat. <laughs> I just say it. I can't say it in English. I can't say it in English. I can't say it in English. I didn't say that in English. I can't say that in English. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, then, as you step out of his life, you know, you know the God just began to move. Then one small girl just entered. They are looking from afar. He says, ah. And, and the, the, the dreams that the guy had shared with you, 
the house he says he's going to build for you, he's building the same house. And you see that the small girl, maybe that has come for this kind of prayers, has entered the glory. <laughs> but since you have come for this time, you will not be unseated. It's a horrible place to be. You can, you can do braggado for all you want. You can say it doesn't matter. It's a terrible place to be. That's why you need to take everything going on. You see, when seasons like this come, I keep, I, mean, I keep saying it. If you're here at the Friday video, God is doing amazing things. The, the angels that are set up here is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Praise God. And that can happen by the enemy, and it can happen by God himself sometimes. In the case of Saul, it, was, it, was, it wasn't the enemy, it was God. It was God. It was God. God transferred his glory to David. And when that happens, David already had a mission. God just added to it. To it. Just like when um, the parable of the talent, Jesus said um, to him that was given to our, uh, the one that went to bury it, he says, take it from him, that is glory, and give to the one that has ten already. So that's why it appears that people that have glory and knows how to use their glory and their star are getting bigger and bigger. Because the people that are disdaining their glory, disobeying God, they are taking it from them and they are giving the people that we give God glory and use it to his glory. So quickly, 1 Samuel 13, um, 13 to 14, he says, Samuel was saying to, to Saul, how foolish you have not kept the command of the Lord, your God that gave you. He, he had, had you kept it, the Lord would have established your kingdom. Your glory would have been established forever over Israel. But now, Saul, your kingdom must end. For the Lord has sought a man after his own heart. The Lord has already appointed him to be the leader of his people because you have not kept the voice of the Lord, your God. And translation says the command, the voice of the Lord, your God. Saul was still alive for seven and a half years. But Ichabod, the glory had departed. I'm praying for everyone that it appears that the glory has departed. That God will have mercy upon you today. Amen. And your glory will be fully restored. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Never, ever disobey the voice of God. Never. It preserves your life. It conserves your star. It preserves your glory. There are business people today that when they were small, they obeyed the voice of the Lord. But they are big now. What, what is that? What is God saying? You don't understand. That thing you think you have is actually nothing. Okay. You close a deal of 50 billion. To heaven. What's 50 billion era? 
It's chicken change. Really. It's actually nothing. Why? Because God can make you look at it and say, yeah, have you finished counting it? Becoming. Then the things he's told you to do that you're struggling with, we will see who gets it. It is a very foolish thing. I have personally witnessed. This is what I'm telling you. I've personally witnessed. I've seen, I've been around for a while. I may look younger and fresh and, you know. But, <laughs> but, 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 I've been around for a while. I've seen people wax very strong and they continue to honor God and they are even waxing stronger. The way they thought they were strong when they were strong, they, it was nothing. And I have also seen people waxing strong, disdain God, down to zero. If I, a man came to my office and, and talking very big, said to me, at one of his warehouse, the, the good, this is a long time ago, over 10 years ago, and the goods there is about two billion. That one there has, I said, thank God. God has blessed you. Praise God. I mean, it's God that blesses, really. You know? You know? And he said to me, oh, one of my wristwatches is $200,000. I have a collection of them about, mention how many, gloating. I said, congratulations. <laughs> Now, then the next thing it made was, but I don't pay tithes. You know, I don't pay tithes from, if you don't pay God, we kill you. Don't get me wrong. That's not that's what I'm saying. That's not what this is about. But anything in you that will make you look at God and boast, that thing can kill you. Don't do it. That was that, you know, that was the major problem of the black man. In fact, from next week Sunday, we're going to start a new series on the black man. The black man. That was the greatest problem of the black man. He looked up to God. It's, it's, it's recorded in history. Enough, a lot of, it's in the public domain. I said, who is God? Well, apart from the cause of, um, I don't want to get into that. So he so said, I don't. Okay. So I, didn't, I prayed for him, and he was about to leave my office. I decided, ah, I didn't argue with him about tithes. I said, no. He said, hey. He said, why? He said, every pastor he tells you doesn't pay tithes. If you open the Bible, he was ready to enter an argument with him. <laughs> I said, no, me, I don't argue. Why would I argue? He said, I said to him, but when he was there, I said to him, I said something to him. I said to him that God taught me how to tithe himself, and I, I kid you not, God actually taught me. Story for another day. I have my scars. I said to him, God will teach you how to tithe. He said, amen. Ah. <laughs> I, I'm praying that God will have mercy upon him. Even right now. Never, ever get to a place where you, you'll be so big, you look at God, and you're like, what's that? 
Ah. In fact, see, someone said, he didn't say who is God, he said, what is God? Never do it. If you don't understand something, leave it. Praise God. Don't disobey the voice of God. There have been, there have been husbands that have disobeyed the voice of God. They've been very good people. They've been wives that have disobeyed the voice of God. They lost everything. Very good people. But you will obey Amen. the voice of the living God. Amen. So, so living dead, um, dying before your time, our stars are interchanged and transferred. You know, the third one is, is A levels, actually, but we'll mention it. We'll mention it. It's, in fact, what we are doing is A-levels, but this one is triple A-levels. <laughs> it's what we call, what I have coil, called patriarchal maneuverings. Patriarchal maneuverings. Big grammar. Maneuverings of a patriarch. Maneuverings of a patriarch. In Genesis 48, it says, then he positioned the boys. This was, this was Joseph. Jacob, Israel, was about to die. And he was blessing all his children. And he said to Joseph, I'm going to adopt your own children. So, instead of you getting one, I will bless your first and your second child. Instead of me blessing you, then when you want to die, you bless your first and your second child. I will bless them directly. So, Joseph positioned the boys. In front of Jacob, he put Ephraim on his, on his own right hand to Jacob's left hand. And he put Manasseh on his own left hand, Jacob's right hand. Though he was the younger, so he put his right hand, that is Jacob, on the head of Ephraim. Though he was the younger boy, and his left hand on the head of Manasseh, though he was the firstborn. And Joseph says, no, my father, no, my father, that's not the firstborn. This is the firstborn. He says, I know. I may be old, but I'm smart. God is going to give you what they call a cross-hand blessing. Yeah. In the mighty name of Jesus. To start with, to start with, these boys were getting what they should have waited a generation to get. They got their blessings a generation earlier. So both of them are blessed. The, the sons of Judah had to wait until Judah was going. And on and on and on. But the sons of Joseph entered straight into it. And Jacob crossed his hand. He put the first hand, the right hand, on the, on the boy, on, the, on, on, on Manasseh, on Ephraim. And he put his left hand on Manasseh. Saying, even though you brought Ephraim and Manasseh to me so I can bless them, I will go with what is on your right hand and what is on your left hand. You see, God knows things we don't know. 
He, he does. So he, he crossed his hand and gave Ephraim the double portion. And Manasseh. And he said to, 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 to Joseph, Manasseh will also be great, but Ephraim will be greater. He honored Ephraim by placing his right hand. But he also honored Manasseh by putting his left hand on top of his right hand. Saying, in the order of things, you come first. But in the greatness of life, he comes first. He comes first. There are people in this place, I'm... <laughs> People online, what God said to me, he's going to cross hands and bless you. Amen. The blessings that is not yet your turn to get. God will be merciful and in his own sovereignty, it will come your way. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Ephraim before Manasseh. Ephraim before Manasseh to come here. And, and once he does it, it's God. They, they did, did Manasseh do anything wrong? No. No. So listen, listen. The fact that, which is why you have to be humble since God has favored you. Because you didn't do anything just because you didn't do anything right or wrong. Just just chose you, right? You, so so why, should you, why should you be boastful? You shouldn't be boastful, but you should shine your shine. Because God has chosen you. So that is why because God has chosen you, you cannot be going and be looking gloomy. No, 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 no. You have to stand and be all that God has called you to be. So, solution to dying before your time is protection. God will protect you. Amen. Solution to living dead, that is, the enemy transferring the glory, is warfare. That's what you've come to do today. And that is what is going on even right now. And you will get the victory yeah. in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. If, it is, if it is God-induced transfer, it is repentance. It is repentance. It is repentance. Samson lost his glory. He repented. He repented. And when he repented, the Bible says his hair began to grow again. His glory began to grow again. And when he grew again, he killed. He had more victory in his death. In his death than he did alive. In fact, when they were listing the Hall of Fame in Hebrews 11, Samson's name was there as a general of God because he repented. Will you repent? David repented. You know, David did more stuff, more bad stuff than Saul. You know that? He was a bad guy. But, but, but David repented. Have mercy upon me, O God. I call it your loving kindness. Oh, your boys cry. As soon as uh, God took the baby, what did he do? He got up. He, he said, okay, I was crying. Was he faking it? No. But he knows God. If, if God says something and he can change his mind, if he doesn't change his mind, be happy with what you have. Praise God. And many times when God says that you are happy with what you have, he will not bless what you have. To be much more than what you have lost. So Solomon, the boy that came from the same Bathsheba, now became 
the king after David. Come on, is that fair? Is that fair? You know that song? But Saul he did not repent. Saul was too concerned about what people thought about him than what God thought about him. So the third one is the, the patriarchal maneuvers. If, what is the solution to that? So if, if your father has cursed you and you're in this place, or it's a, it's a matrilineal, um, matriarchal you know, issue, what's the solution to that? Well, I, pre- I just explained the hierarchy of things. If your, father curses, if your mother curses you, your father can break the curse. You know that. If your father curses you, your pastor can break the curse, if he's your pastor. If you are not a Roman Christian, The pastor can break the curse. That's how it works. Classic example. Ultimately, it's God that you need to run to when there's a patriarchal issue. Jabez. The Bible says that he cost his mother pain at birth. And the mother cursed him, stripped him of his glory. Jabez. His life was painful from childhood. When he grew up and he knew God, the Bible says he called on the God of Israel and God restored his glory. Amen. God will restore your glory. Amen. So much that if you check the Bible, a whole city was called Jabez. A whole city was called Jabez. He cried to the God of heaven. The reasons, why? Why did he lose his glory? It was his fault? It wasn't. It was his fault. Some scholars have said that he has a very big head. So when he was coming out at birth, you know, it was very difficult for the mother, and the mother just cursed him, perhaps. Some people say he was stubborn. All sorts of theories out there. But it doesn't matter. It wasn't his fault. So in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, not only will the enemy not be able to quench your star, the enemy will not be able to exchange your star. Or transfer it. Number three, stars can be manipulated. Stars can be manipulated. They can be remotely controlled. They can be manipulated. So the enemy can't put it off. He can't um, change it or transfer it. If you still want to control it and manipulate it, remotely control it. I'll give you an example of of some guy that years ago that um, we prayed with and and, and got delivered. And his story was that it was in Japan or yeah, he was in Japan. He was working his butt out, sending money home. And the people he was sending money home to were still not grateful. They were like, it's not, you need to build the house for uncle, this. You need to build, uh, you know. And the boy, after a while, he said, he's not doing it again, you know. They said, ah, you don't know. <laughs> we will show you. The guy said himself, he, he just got realization. It was the Motala Mohammed Airport. They had deported him with remote control. Now, I didn't read it. I was told. I mean, I, I prayed with this guy. And it was like, somebody, someone in church brought him that, come, come and meet my pastor. And it was like, what will he do? I said, listen, I explained all this as much as I can. You know, we engaged. Jesus broke it. And it's free. Praise God. Sometimes it's because of bewitchment. 
the, 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 the star is bewitched. It's cursed. It cannot be put out. It cannot be substituted. The enemy will want to curse it. You still want to have it. You want to make his mess of it. But there's no enchantment against Jacob. Neither is there any divination against Israel. There's no curse that will work against your star and glory in the name of Jesus. Sometimes because he can't um, remove the control, he can't be rich, he tries to cover, tries to veil it. I mean, if you are the vigil, every veil that is trying to cover the brightness of your light is airby torn in the name of Jesus. And still under manipulation, it could be removed to control, it could be bewitched, it could be buried or covered or veiled. It could be made to wonder. Made to wonder. So people, they are gifted, they are talented, they are, their stars and glory are still in place, but they are just vagabonds. Just wondering. They can't hold down a job. Any job they hold, they get to, they, they let people favor them, they want to promote them, but before they know it, boom, they've jumped. They can't hold down a business. They can't hold down a relationship. Talk less of a marriage. The vagabond spirit. Glory intact, but vagabond. So from one man to another man to another man to another man, nothing satisfies you. From one woman to another woman to another woman, to another, nothing satisfies you. From one church to another church to another church to another church, vagabond spirit. Is it going to come to an end today? Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Because the word of God says to us in Isaiah 60 from verse 1, says, Arise, arise, God's favorite house, and let your light shine for all to see. For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness as dark as night covers all the nations of the earth. But the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All nations will come to your light. In the name of Jesus. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. In the mighty name of Jesus. So as your light begins to shine, because as you, right now, before you step out of this service, your light will begin to shine. You need to realize that, number one, it's not about you. Your light shining is not about you. Matthew 5.14 says, you are the light of the world. You are a city set on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. You are a light of the world. You are not a light of yourself. Ah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are not the light of yourself. You are the light of the world. No star shines for itself. In fact, shines, stars burn so that other people can get light. When you put on a candle, the candle burns so that other people in the room can get light. If the candle decides to preserve itself, the candle will never be a light. If the sun decides today that it will not burn, there will be no sun anymore. If the stars decide not to burn, they will not exist. It is not about you and I. It's about God's kingdom for God's glory. Blessing God's people.
It's not about you. There's no tree that eats its fruit. Have you seen a tree that eats its own fruit? Mango tree behind your house. That one eats its own fruit. <laughs> if, you see, if you see a tree that eats its fruit, ah, you burn it or something, or you call your house fellowship leader, deliverance. <laughs> It's not about you. You need to get that into your spirit. You can't even begin to shine. If you begin to shine and you don't get this into your spirit, you can destroy yourself. Because your shine is for his glory. Your shine is to bless people. Of course, you are like a conduit. You can never be dry. You can never be dry. But the tap that refuses to let the water go after a while, the water will get stale. And this pipe will begin to rust itself. You need to let it, you are a blessing. God, has, God is blessing you to be a blessing. Amen. Don't worry. You, 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 are, you are paying people's salary. Don't worry. You are a blessing. You are feeding families. You are a blessing. You are a light. You are changing stories. You are paying people's school fees. Yes, that's your destiny. your destiny. That's what, I accepted this thing years ago, decades ago. Over a decade ago, rather. Uh, well, yeah, so I can say decades, because over a decade. You know, it is my destiny. We, we should do it. When you begin to see yourself like that, people are sick. We should fast and pray that God will heal them. We should do it. People are lost. We should tell them about Jesus. We should do it. People are confused. We should bring direction to their lives. We should do it. So when you begin to see yourself like that, that's how the universe works. Your light begins to shine brighter and brighter. That's how it works. It's not about you. As you begin to shine, you will discover that in the name of Jesus, there will be no more obscurity in your life. Because light cannot be ignored. Light cannot be hidden. Matthew 14, 15 says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. It cannot be hidden. So when your star begins to shine, it propels you out of obscurity and you step into the limelight. See, the challenge is that some of us, we've gotten used to obscurity. So when God even, you know, takes us to the limelight, we want to find our way back into obscurity. You know, everyone is saying no. Shine your shine. Shine your shine. You're coming out of obscurity. Yeah. And one of the things that we do, we, it's not everybody, but some of us are very introverted and we are nice people. So when we see that some people are intimidated, we try to dull our shine so that they will be comfortable. Listen, how long do you want to do that for? If you find out that you keep doing that, it just means you are hanging out with the wrong set of people. 
You're hanging with wrong set of people. You need to hang out with people that, as you're shining their shine, they are shining their own shine. You are, I mean, everybody's just shining. So never dull your shine for anybody. Look at your neighbor and say, don't dull your shine for anybody. You know what, you know what, you know what? If they can't handle it, let them buy shades. Oh, I wish I had some shades on. <laughs> Praise God. Let them buy shades. Let them buy shades. If you can't handle the sunlight, what do you do? Does the sun say, oh, oh, Lagbaja uh, can't handle it. Let me, just let me reduce it. No, the, the sun is beaming. It's your business if you can't handle it. It's your beeswax if you can't handle it. You know, I, I heard someone say that, that when you are shining, some very crazy people will try to blow you out. Do you know what a star, what at the core, the nucleus of a star that it uses? It's called hydrogen, right? The element is called hydrogen, right? As a major um, um, element in combustion and all that. So, so the person said that when you are shining, and so people, they, are just, they, just, they just hate and they want to just blow out your light. Now, when they want to blow out your light, just collect their, their hydrogen and begin to shine brighter. <laughs> 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 I had a good life. I had a good life. So they, they blow it. Collect their hydrogen and shine brighter. Praise the name of the Lord. So, 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 number one, you see, it's not about you. Number two, you are coming out of obscurity. Number obscurity. Number three, now, listen carefully. Expect to do amazing things without difficulty. Expect to do amazing things without difficulty. People come to you and say, how are you able to do these great things without difficulty? How are you able to do it? You know what he said to them? That's how stars do. <laughs> I know, know, know. Some people don't get that. They don't get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know, but those of us, if you know, <laughs> and, and they look at you with amazement. I know, really just people are judging me right now. I know. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's how I start doing. <laughs> you know, if, if you, now listen, if you read the Bible, Psalm 44, verse 3, it says, they did not conquer the land with their sword. It says, it was not their own arm that gave them victory. It was your right hand. It was your strong arm. It was the blinding light of your face that helped them because you love them and has favored them. So, because of God's blinding light, because of his right arm, because of his arm, because of his countenance, you are going to do amazing things without, without difficulty. Without difficulty. You see, the truth is, it's going to cause a lot of stare. It's okay. Everybody's sweating, you just come, boom, 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 it's done. You're going, ah, like, how is she doing it? You say what? 
So that's our standard. That's our standard. Then, 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 then. When they say, how do style do? Like I do. <laughs> like I do. Like I do. Like I do. How do I do? I come for videos. I pray to Jesus. <laughs> I have the power of the Holy Ghost. How do star do? Like I do. We can, we can, we can have an album. <laughs> you see? And it's not about arrogance. It's about his glory. Because, you know, arrogance just makes you a target. That's all it does. But, but glory makes you a magnet. Arrogance makes you a target. It puts a red dot on your head and everybody wants to shoot you down. That's what happens to, to Joseph. In the first part of his life, it was arrogance. It made him a target. They wanted to kill him. Boom, everywhere. Boom, boom, boom. Until he realizes it is not about me. It's about him. It's not about my story. It's about his glory. Then he became a magnet and fed the whole world, known world. Even his own brothers came and bowed to him. Because it wasn't about arrogance anymore. It was about glory. Arrogance. We only make you a target. But glory will make you a magnet. So finally, as I land this, I mean, your light is going to shine. Yeah. It's going to be intense. Yeah. You have to think generationally. That's another challenge with the black man. That's the problem with the black man. As a people, we have a few that think generationally. But as a people, we are not known to think generationally. You have to think generationally. What's the next generation going to meet? What are you going to hand over to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation? You should think four generations. As a patriarch, as a matriarch, you should think at least four generations. What are they going to meet? This shine is just not going to Go when you are gone. It's going to be multiplied in your children. Yeah. Say amen. amen. It's going to be multiplied in all your seed. Amen. All your biological children. Amen. All your spiritual children. Amen. And the brightness will take over the whole world. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let's bow our hearts as we bow our heads. How do you shine like this? You too can shine today. If you want your star to be unquenchable, you want your destiny that cannot be tampered with, you want God to take your destiny to a place that cannot be tampered with, you want to come out of obscurity, you want to do amazing things without difficulty, you need to give your life to Jesus. Oh, that is the best, that is the safest place. Because he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High 
Almighty. You're like, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to go to that place, that place that my star is secure. Or you used to be born again. You want to come back to, to, to Jesus. God bless you. You want to come back to Jesus. Put up your hand wherever you are. Right now, God bless you. Put it up over your head. God bless you. God bless you. Hand there, hand there, hand there, hand there. Hand there. I see your hand there. Right in front here. Right there. I see your hand there. Keep the hands up. I want to pray with you. My star will not be put out. My light will not be put out. I want to surrender to Jesus. Put up, put up your hand. I want to, God bless you. And a hand there. And at the overflow, God bless you. Ushers, please. You need to move quickly. Another hand there. Once you have the card, for now, you can put down your hand and cry to God. God bless you. Another hand there. Once you have the card, for now, you can put down your hand. God bless you. Another hand there. In that corner, there's another hand right there. God bless you. That is me. Pastor, pray with me. Put up that hand. God bless you. Another hand right there. That is me. Another hand. I see you, sir. Thank you for your boldness. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Put anybody else. That is me. I want to come to Jesus. God bless you. At that corner, I see that hand. Keep it up. God bless you. I see that hand. That is me. That is me, Pastor. Pray with me. Yes, I see that hand. Put it up boldly. God bless you. Take the card. Once you have the card, God bless you. Another hand over there, right at the back. At the overflow, at the overflow, put up your hand. Yes, they will attend to you. And tell a card. I want to be in that place. There's no need to be confused. Put up that hand over your head and they will give you a card. God bless you. God bless you. Ushers at the overflow. Can you see those hands? God bless you. Keep the hands up. God bless you. Another hand over here. That is me, Pastor. We are waiting for you. Put up that hand. I'm about to pray now. You are saying, Pastor, this shine must be unstoppable. God bless you. Another hand there. Another hand over there. That is me, Pastor. Pray with me. By what I stand alone. I made up my mind to go your hand. I want to make a call one more time. You're saying your glory needs to be restored, but you need to come to God first. Pastor, can you pray with me? Put up your hand over your head now. Over your head now. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you. That is you, sir. Yes, it is you that God is talking about. That is you. And that hand over there. And that hand over there. That is you. And that hand at that corner. That is you. At the Overflow, keep the hands up. Oh, bless you, sir. Even if you are the overflow, keep the hands up until you get a card. Keep the hands up until you get a card. Once you get a card, you can put on your hand for now. God bless you. 
God bless you. There's a hand there. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Thank you for that courage. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now we're going to sing the song. As we, as we continue to sing this song, if you have the card, I want you to get up on your feet and come forward to the altar of the Most High God. Today is going to be a day you will never forget for the rest of your life. So get up, ushers, let's help them. Get up, let's clap for them. From the overflow, keep coming. Goodbye, world. Goodbye, world. Keep coming. Get up and come. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Get up and come. Get up. Today is the day of salvation. Today is your day of total deliverance. Get up and come. Get up and come. You have the card. Don't sit down there. Ushers, please help them. I know it can be tough at the beginning. Get up and come. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Say to your neighbor, excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. By pleasure. You're welcome. Ushers, please, can you help the people you gave the cards to? Just beckon unto them. Not to be shy. Get up. It is important that they get up. I made up. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. You're welcome. You're welcome, sir. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Pleasures of singing. I stayed along. Oh, I made up my If you're sitting down and you're like, Pastor, I don't have a card. Can I can I join them? Yes, you can join them. If you if you know you need to be in front here and you're sitting down there. Just get up and come. Before we pray, get up and come. The rest of my life. I build up. Goodbye, world. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Let's clap. Let's let's clap for these ones. Let's clap for them. Let's encourage them as they come. You're welcome. Let's encourage them. Keep coming, keep coming. We are waiting for you. I've You're welcome. Keep coming, we are waiting. Keep coming, you're welcome. From the overflow, keep coming, keep coming. We wait for you.
those of us in front, I know you've been talking to God, but please just take a moment and talk to God now. And just ask him to come into your life. Tell him that you surrender this life to him. He's the one that can restore your glory. Tell him he's the one that can re restore your glory. Tell him he's the one that can make your star shine brighter. The rest of us, let's stretch out our hands to them and let us pray for our brothers and our sisters. Father, we pray for everyone in front in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, we pray that you breathe upon this world and change this life. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, we pray for everyone in front. We ask in the name of Jesus that you lay your hands upon them, Lord. In every location, everyone that is giving their lives to Jesus, even online, Lord, we ask that you breathe upon them. Change these lives. Oh, change these lives. And let your name and your name alone be glorified. Honor and glory be given to you. Honor and glory be given to you. Honor and glory be given to you. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying.